Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, we get to do this thing again that we do every week. It is time to kick some ADHD, David. Yes. What are we talking about today on episode number 63? Well, every once in a while, I F up my follow through. I know. People with ADHD do F up their follow through. But today, we've actually got that as our title, F up your follow through. It's like the title Except of the... Yeah. It is. But what does the F stand for, David? Not what you're thinking, you nasty-minded little listeners. Oh, goodness. It's fire up your follow through. Yay. So we just have a different F. Yes, we do, because we're all (laughs) too familiar with the other F, especially where follow through is concerned. Oh, boy. Oh Fantastic. Oh, so many <laughs> F-bombs that we can throw. <laughs> F-jokes. And that just, talking about Fs just reminded me of my algebra grades in high school. Oh, but that's no. a whole different podcast. For a second, I thought you were going to talk about the variable F instead of X. And I was like, well, <laughs> there no, was well, F of see, X. I have a math disability. I mean, I just, I just don't do numbers gracefully. And I... I'm sorry, I flunked. <laughs> I beep. I flunked algebra, the regular one, and then they put me in summer school to do it again. And they sat me in the front of the room, and the teacher had scabs on his hands, and he picked them. Oh, in class the whole time, so I paid no attention to anything. But That's not, not distracting at all. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> so I had two Fs in oh, algebra. You got you got successive Fs. <laughs> well, at least you were consistent with your grades. I, I I don't even know what to say about that. I See, I did algebra. I was in middle school, but they didn't offer it in a middle school that I went to. And so I had to go every day. My mom had to pick me up from middle school and drive me to the high school so I could sit. And they put, because I was an eighth grader at the, at the school, they put me in the front of the class and I sat right up front like you did. But my teacher was fantastic and I had a blast and it was a really good time. But that's good. Finally, Mr. I have another F. Mr. Furuya, my next algebra teacher, realized I couldn't multiply. And that was why I was failing algebra other than the other man picking his scabs. Okay, let's get into our topic today. Too much information. Wait, the third time was a charm? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know you could and take algebra three times. It. I had this, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, I'm glad that you I'm glad that so now you can multiply. No, but okay. I uh, know how I can have, use a calculator. You learned it long enough to, to pass algebra, I guess. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> okay. learned it long enough. Well, isn't that what we this do, though? This is a whole other podcast topic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. All right. Well, these are things I just didn't know about my co-host until today. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. This is the only place to get these uh, F, kind of... All, yeah. the, all the F formation. That didn't work. Sorry. It, it, no, it did. I'm <clears throat> I'm affluent about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So everybody, firing up your follow through. The problem is that affluent is actually. 
I know I was I can but well it's is it the A affluent no, or it's the, the E F yes yeah <laughs> so to be affluent about it is actually pretty shitty but that's <laughs> a different that's yeah, not even an F time I was on jury duty no um, that's where we digress oh, oh my again <laughs> so you know how like when you when you're starting a brand new episode of the podcast and you're really fired up about it and then like sometime actually this never happens on podcast episodes thankfully they're short enough <laughs> that we don't lose any steam <clears throat> while we're recording them at least I don't I'm you know always enthused okay yes so let's get let's get to the topic David but I'm we do back. that with other things. We start things with enthusiasm, right? We do start things with enthusiasm and then we just fade off and never look at it again. What got me thinking about this? Um, because this is what people with ADHD do, ADHD do, and we get all excited and then we stop doing what we intended, even if we're still excited. And then we feel really bad about ourselves, and we waste time and we waste resources and... It gets very discouraging. And then that I'm a failure, I'm a failure, I'm a failure soundtrack starts playing in our brains. It's you a know, whole other F word. Yeah, whole another F word. That's the real F word, isn't it? Yeah. So what we want to do is being able to learn to follow through. This is an important, important skill for people with ADHD. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's this is like, I have so many thoughts about this already. So I'm going to... Breathe deeply and say, because I know you will have addressed my questions by the time we get there. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop myself from like interjecting massive questions right now because I have them. Do about you? This. I do. I do. Because, you know. Well, look ahead in the notes. Just scan real fast and see if I answer them down there. Well, I bet you do. I, I, I you know, one, okay. of my, one of my things is like, though, sometimes there are things that we should not follow through on. And, and, but the trick is that like, we, we, we need to make that decision instead of just let it happen. Right. So um, this is where yeah. I'm probably throwing yeah. a big rock in your pond. I'm sorry. It, no, that's okay. It, yeah. The intentionality, is that even a word? It being intentional is the key to all of this, being aware and being intentional instead of just going by what's shiny, what's exciting, what's stimulating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and that's David, you know, and anybody who's listened to the podcast for a while or work with me um, or listened to anything I've done, that awareness and being intentional, that is the key, key to living successfully with ADHD. Yeah, it really is. And, and that is, it's worth, you know what, it, I think about that and I think it takes a little bit of energy, you know, mental and other energy to be intentional. Yes. But when you think about the time and the energy that we invest on feeling like frauds, <laughs> very good. There's a good trade there, right? Like, yeah, that's a oh, simple gosh. trade. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. an obvious one to make. Yeah. Because some yeah, people, I think they hear that and they get a little scared off like, oh, well, being intentional. Well, gosh, I mean, if I could just be intentional, then I could just do all the things. <laughs> but no, and you, that's, have, that's different. you have to learn to be intentional. That's you true. don't. It's not. It's not something that just happens. You have to work at it. You have to figure out how to do it. And that's not really what we're talking about today. Maybe it's a good topic for future. I don't remember if we've talked about it before. Um, anyway, it's, um, but that really is the, the key to all of this is, is being intentional, being aware. 
So back to our follow follow through and firing it up. What got me thinking about this? So David, you know, and maybe the listeners know that my group program, the ADHD Success Club, is starting again in September, September 14th. And um, it's an 11-month program, and it's really helping people learn the skills that they need to build to be able to live successfully with ADHD. We work on time management. We work on organizing. We work on understanding your brain and getting your brain to support you. We work on general ADHD awareness Anyway, I got an email from a woman who had been in the Success Club last year, and she said, I loved your ADHD Success Club. It was great. And then she said, but I know myself all too well that I will start enthusiastically and then fail in following through, which she did last time. Hence the reason I'm looking for one-on-one coaching. So she emailed me and she said, the Success Club is great, but I don't follow through. So I want one-on-one coaching instead. Mm. Now, here's the problem. One-on-one coaching, I'm full. I don't have room for any more clients and actually have a waiting list one-on-one. And also, one-on-one coaching is like $500 a month more than the Success Club. And personally, I don't think it's as good as the Success Club. So Because... Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you, if, yeah, if you ask me, what do you, what do you do? It's rare. I say to somebody join, join the, do one-on-one coaching instead of the success club. Right. It's rare. Right. And and that's the, that's the kicker. So I've done both and I can yeah. tell you the value in the success club is enormous, is enormous. I, I opted for private coaching too, the one-on-one coaching when I was, you know, working with you. Yep. And I saw the value in doing that, especially for me, and and partly for similar reasons. At the time, I just was not convinced at all, you know, that I was going to follow through. But I also wanted the the hand holding, the one on one, and it was helpful. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, man, the Success Club you cover so much more material in the Success Club than you can get to in one on one coaching. Honestly, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I mean, do. If, if someone stays with you privately coaching for a long, long time, of course, that's different. But um, if you're just talking about eleven months, you, you're going to get. So much. So anyway, so, so she was, so yeah. So, yeah. So, and I just want to clarify that. So so the thing is the success club, I, I know what people with ADHD need Yeah. and people coming to me for private coaching, they're driving the conversation and often it's not going in a way that they need to go. And it's hard to tell them that, right? uh, Yeah. It is. It's, you know, you don't, we don't need to talk about this, what your real, and we do get to that, but it just takes longer. Right. And so they spend more money to talk to you personally about stuff when in fact, if they followed the other plan, they'd probably get there faster, but it's, it's still a value add. And of course we're not discouraging people from actually paying you more money. And what I, what, well, what I do now is people for private coaching, they join the success club and then they can add on private coaching to it smart but i still have a waiting list and can't get everybody in anyhow that we digress again so the real problem that i saw with this woman's email was not that she couldn't follow through but she didn't know how to follow through so she was instead of looking at what this the root of the problem was the follow-through she was thinking oh i just need to do something else hmm Right. So I would said, okay, so for the podcast, what I want people to do is let's learn how to follow through. 
let's figure out what's going on to keep that keeps us from following through. Because with ADHD, that's what we one of the things we just got to learn how to do. We got to learn how to fire up or follow through. Gotcha. So instead of just circumventing the whole thing and working on something completely different, let's deal with the actual follow through issue, which is one that we I, I can't think of anyone that I've ever known with ADHD that didn't have this, you know, follow through right. issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, so that, I, I'm, that, you got my attention because I'm okay. Yeah. That all makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, so it certainly does. Okay. So, and the other thing is even in private coaching, people dwindle, can dwindle away when things, they start strong. They start really excited because it's all a stimulation issue, right? Sure. They start strong and then they sort of can drift away and I have to work to keep them back and keep them engaged. Um, so we're still work. We still have the follow through issue. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just, they, they can't hide in the group. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's one-on-one, right. but right. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. okay. So this is why we're talking about firing up your follow through today, because I've had people hire me privately success club because I'm the next shiny thing. And then they drift away. I don't want to be the next shiny thing. I want to be the solution. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And novelty is a big factor for all of us. I mean, we do like new things. It doesn't even have to be shiny, right? Just something new. I've I've had, honestly, I've had this shiny, David. Oh, of course you are. Of course you are. But you just don't want to be just shiny, right? You want to be there. So I've had the same thing happen with digital marketing or with, with strategy work where people come and they're, you know, hey, yeah, this is really exciting. And, and, and they pay a large sum of money to get, you know, a plan designed. And then when it comes to, to executing, I mean, that, I have one friend who's a business coach is the last thing I'll say on this. And he actually says the difference between the small business owners who make it and the ones that don't are that the vast majority of people fail to implement. Yeah. And when they fail to implement, they fail. The business falls apart. It doesn't matter what, what it is. You know, you, you decide you're going to head in a certain direction. If you don't implement it, it doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and the implementation, what's that? That's follow through. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you were going to solve this in like the next 20 minutes? No. But we're going to, no, we're not going to solve that. But what we're going to talk about is that the reason people with ADHD don't follow through, because that's, I think that awareness, again, can help them start to think about, okay, so yeah, this is what I'm doing. And I think I've got five things we're going to start talk about. And okay, which of those am I doing? And some, and most of them are, it's just putting the little pieces in place. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. And and you may have other reasons people don't follow through also, so I want to know what Okay. I will contribute as 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 I see fit. Please if, contribute. If, so, okay. If it's valuable. What's what's the biggest reason people with ADHD don't follow through? We forget. It's so true. It's so <laughs> true. We make these big life altering decisions, big plans, whatever, and then we complete like the next day. It can be that soon, Dana. It can be the next day. It can be. Poof. Poof. It's just gone. Absolutely gone. And it has nothing to do with how meaningful it is. It's got nothing to do with your intention. It is that we need ways to remember stuff. It is so true. It's, I remember when we were talking about building systems for organization or whatever, mm-hmm. like the first step is just to remember that you made the system. Yeah. Just remember the system. Uh, and, and the forgetting is 
to me, it's interesting because we can have a habit, we can have a system, we can be doing something for a long time and then we'll just drop it and we'll forget it for yeah. some reason. And I don't even know why. Right. So for the really important things, you need to have that scaffolding of reminders to uh, there's and there's a whole variety of them. We're not going to go into them today, but you've got to have that scaffolding of reminders and ways to remember things. It's so true. And I, I can't tell you the number of times in my life that I've, I've awakened one day and thought, you know, why did X stop happening? And then I realized I completely forgot to do X, whatever it was. And it's like, how, how do you forget? I did it for years. And then like, boof, you know, it's just gone. Like, yeah, I don't know. Right. Weird. Yeah. So we that, need our, our scaffolding of support to remember. And then the other thing we need to do, David, is when we realize we've forgotten something, we need to grab onto it again and figure out, okay, what happened? Did we forget? Was there something wrong with it? What, what do we need to adjust to bring it back into place again? If it was important. Yeah. And that's the key, right? And that's where the intentionality comes in. Like if it's important and it needs to be reintroduced then we got to make it happen. And if it wasn't, then some things just have a shelf life and need to be let go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So forgetting is one of the big reasons we don't follow through. It's true. Now, the next one, you and I talked about this, oh, I guess it was a couple of months ago, probably longer than that now, um, stepping into the wrong thing. Yeah. Starting the wrong thing. And wrong is like, eh, it's kind of a, that's a very opinionated word, right? Sometimes. It's okay. Like, yeah. Uh, give me a better word, David. Um, Mr. Mensa. Something that doesn't need to last. I don't know. Like, like I was thinking this was, this was actually my thought earlier, right? I start hobbies, you know, like some, there's a joke in the ADHD community. That's like my hobby is I collect hobbies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And so we spend the money, we do the thing, we buy all the stuff and we and then we, and then we stop doing it. But sometimes those things are really, they're not as rewarding as we thought they were going to be. They're, you know, the cost benefit ratio isn't there. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're the time it takes versus, you know. Yeah, it's our, not, it's not realistic addition into our lives. So I, I guess that, that, and that brings the question up, you know, do we want to follow through on things that really aren't serving their purpose. No. No. But we also have to be able to let those go without yes. feeling like a failure. Like, ah, I stopped another hobby. I, I, or I failed again or whatever. Yeah. And we need to walk into them gently and realize being really aware that, yes, I collect hobbies. Yes. And we have to go into that gently. And actually, we talk about that a lot in the Success Club. Oh, that's good. Because there's a lot of yeah. guilt around yes. hobby collection. Yeah. And, and, and I'm just using hobbies are one example. Like it could be a right. business. It could be a job. It could be a relationship. It could be whatever. And yeah, if we stop following through, it's, it's rather than letting it fade, like you mentioned earlier, the fade your follow through. <laughs> um <laughs> It, the, the more ideal scenario there, the more strategic scenario there would be to actually make the decision. You know what? That's really not serving its purpose and I'm deciding to cut it off rather than, you know, letting it fade and then feeling guilty. Yes. Yes. And so stopping things at the right time and then stepping into them gently so instead of telling everybody in the world, I'm going to be the best violinist anybody has ever seen... And going out and buying a Stradivarius 
we kind of, you know, get a used cheap thing and play for a while and see how we do. And um, when we realize it's not right for us, we just let it go. It's so much smarter to do it that way. And yeah. also not announcing it to the entire world because right. then that, that, that's, that's partly what we do. What, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, that's what we do. I got a yeah. new thing. I'm excited. I tell everybody. And, and, then, and then like a month later, they're like, hey, what happened to that? Oh, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't, I'm not a violinist. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing about stepping in, and I'm going to say stepping into the wrong thing since my that's dear fine. David, you did not give me a better word. I didn't is, follow through on um, that. Like in the success club. Okay. And I realize we're talking about that a lot today, but it's, it's, Hey, it starts September 14th. Come on. Yeah. I'm thinking about it anyway. Um, some people join and then it's, it's like a, a pot and an interactive podcast. It's audio. And we are adding some zoom components this year, but it's mostly audio. And some people get in there and they realize, you know, I need visual. Mm, okay, fair enough. It's not, it's, it, I need the visual instead of the audio. Now the audio works for most people, but, but some people do have learning modalities that they do need the visual. Yeah. Fair enough. Or yeah. So it's just, sometimes it's just, or they hate me or whatever. Um, can you imagine that? But it does happen. Um, uh, no, and, I can't, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that so sometimes we jump into things without thinking it through or it's just not the right thing for us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, fair enough. And that makes sense. Yeah. And and the next one is related to that, but it's we overcommit. Mhm. Don't know anybody that does that. No. <laughs> you know, we're too busy to to do it. We overcommit. Or um with the success club, that's why this year we've added two, I've added two times a week, a morning session in Pacific time. And then in the afternoon, late afternoon Pacific time, because a lot of people, especially in the East coast, they would join and they couldn't make it because it was dinner time. Fair enough. Yeah. And it was just, you know, or they just had so much going on, they couldn't do it at that time of night and it was too busy. So that's, so it's, but you've got to assess that and figure it out. You know, do I really have the space for whatever it is that I'm getting involved with? And we have a whole episode on this, on this, you know, I remember you, you told the story about not getting involved in something because you knew, you realized ahead of time it was going to be an overcommitment for you. Yeah. And yeah. that's, it's so great to be able to make that decision ahead of time. But when we here again, if you catch yourself fading on something because you're overcommitted, that's when the awareness needs to kick in and we say, okay, I'm making a decision here. Do I keep this up and do I follow through on it? If so, because I'm overcommitted, I have to figure out what has to go to make mm -hmm. room for this, right? What's the priority? Right. Or maybe I choose to let this go because I, my life was already full of things that were meaningful and valuable and important. Right. You know, I don't have room. And it's so it's making the decision instead of just letting something fade and not addressing what the reason is. Makes such a difference. Yeah. Good stuff. Another reason people with ADHD don't follow through, David? Unrealistic expectations. They want a magic wand. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's I'm I'm going to do this once and it's it's all going to be perfect. I have people come to me in coaching like this. Well, you know, I did it the first, I did whatever their homework was. I did it the first two days and then I stopped and I'm an absolute failure. 
Oh, no. Ouch. Yeah. No, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. No, that's not what it's about. Oh, and the same thing happens in, in, in you know, like, I hate to pick on digital marketing again, but it's easy to, to, to choose. It's, that's an example. It's like, you know, very few things can be done to grow your business that are just going to work immediately. You know, they yeah. take time. They take, yeah. you know, they take consistent effort and follow through. And so if you're expecting something to just save the whole thing, once in a while, something crazy happens, but that's extremely, extremely rare. It almost It's extremely happens. rare in digital marketing. It's extremely rare in ADHD world. And the thing about ADHD, well, digital marketing is similar with it. In ADHD land, everything is so tangled. You know, it's, it's true. It's, it's all, it's your pe- people start working on their ADHD and their life is like this snarled ball of yarn. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, and, you don't you don't get to unscramble scrambled eggs, right? Like, right, <laughs> you know, right. very. Oh, that was good. Yeah, no. So you've got to uh, you've got to take it apart, and there's no magic wand that's just going to say poof, everything is well organized, and your time, your task list is perfect, and everything is well managed. So people often come and their unrealistic expectations. They think one thing is going to save everything. Yeah. And in reality, this is more like being on the right train rather than being at the right destination because mm-hmm. the destination is something that you just aim for. But in reality, you're you're just going to get closer to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, in, and if one thing solves everything with ADHD, then I think it's not ADHD. Well, fair enough, right? It's this and it, it, medication, good example, right? A lot of people think, well, hey, I'll start the medication, and that's going to solve everything. I, I see this regularly on Twitter, Dana. When in the ADHD Twitter community, somebody's like, oh, "I started medication today, and oh my gosh, I did these twenty-seven things." And and, and, and and like, is this how your brain works every day? All you people that don't have ADHD, oh my gosh! And I think I'm thrilled for you on day one of your medication, but like, talk to me in three months. And let's yeah. see how you're doing. I'm not going to, you know, discourage you from taking your medication at all, but you got to realize that this is novel and there's a little bit of, you're getting some help from the meds. Yes, but you still have a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah. There's still a lot of skills, habits, uh, things that need to be built and need to be put into place. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I wish there were a magic wand, but alas. I do too. I do yeah. too. I've always, well, anyway, that's a Dana. Stay focused. Okay. Great. Thanks. All right. So the, the last one I have, David, and I'm going to be interested what other reasons you add is that we give up when things get boring. We give up when things get tough. When, when the going gets tough, we stop. Yeah, it's true. And it's like, and I, I, that as somewhere I believe with ADHD, somewhere in when we were teenagers, somewhere in younger age, we didn't, we thought we didn't have to do anything that was difficult. Yeah. We don't have to do hard things. We just, if it's difficult to do, I don't have to do it. Yeah. This leads to a lot of struggles too, because because when we want, let's say, accommodations for ADHD in school or, or even in the workplace, there, the, some of us struggle with even asking or accepting those because we feel like we're getting a, we're getting a, a pass on doing a hard thing. 
mm-hmm. and in and in reality, you know that's not that's not what it is. But if you if you just always get help doing the hard thing and never do the hard thing yourself, then you never grow. So there's like a there's a line in there, you know. Yeah, and what I believe is we need to learn how to make it easier to do the hard things. Yeah. And I think exactly. we've talked about that. We've in other podcasts is, you know, ha, yeah, something's boring, something's difficult. And instead of just thinking, oh, I don't need to do that and, and running off and doing something fun, playing a video game, we, okay, yeah, this is difficult. I'm pushing up against it. How can I make it easier so I can do it? Yeah. Yeah. It's called adulting. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of really is. And there, there yeah. it's just a reality in, in life. There are going to be things that we have to do that we just don't really want to do. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. All right. So I've got forget, step into the wrong thing, overcommit, unrealistic expectations, no magic wand, give up when things get boring or difficult. What did I leave out, David? Anything you can think of? I mean, I think that the only thing that I would mention here is that we, it's probably some version of what you've already said or maybe a combination, but we also fail to follow through when we accumulate enough negative emotion over something, right? So like... I missed a, I missed a meeting. I, I, I didn't deliver the thing on time. I didn't, you know, whatever. And it's almost easier to just give up on the whole whatever that because, because, because now every time you get reminded about it, you have all the negative emotion that comes with. And, and that's, so I don't, I don't know exactly how to phrase that, but like, you know, we, uh, we, we get overwhelmed with, with negative emotion. Uh, yeah. Accumulated failure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How's that? Is that a better way of looking at it? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, I'm going to add the, this one here. Just okay. okay, I'll add it later. Yeah, is that a way to look at it? So, yes, and that's another reason you're right, that some people in the success club stop is because they say, I've missed so much, I don't. I, I just have to stop. And what I tell them up front is, okay, if this happens, what you need to do is reach out to me. And I'll help you figure out where do we need to jump back in? Now, what do you need to do? And that's usually the answer, right? Is reach out, communicate. And yet sometimes I know I have reached this point in any number of situations in my life where even the act of just trying to communicate and trying to reach out is so fraught. It's like, I don't want to apologize again. I don't want to show up being that person who's like, look, I'm sorry. I'm going to do X, Y, Z different because I'm not sure that I will do xyz different you know what i mean like yeah there's a, like i'd love to make all of those promises but i know better so it's like there's right. a there's a piece of that that's just yikes yeah and then we need to look into okay again what's the root cause right. is it you forgot is it you stepped into the wrong thing is it you're overcommitted is it unreal expect you know blah 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 blah, blah. what what's the cause of the accumulated failure yeah is it that you need systems and structures that you just don't have? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's it. Is it that you need more accountability? Right. You know, what is it? Yeah. And we got to be willing to accept help. And, and, and sometimes you just need a, you need a third party to look at it with you. And that's where mm-hmm. obviously right. coaching is great. Success club is also super helpful. Sometimes you need therapy. <laughs> sometimes you need therapy. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, good stuff. Exactly. But I think that's the only thing that I would really add is just that that, okay. that buildup of negative stuff, accumulated failure is another reason. So I like Excellent. that. Yeah. Thank so, and, and so the awareness is there. So you said, uh, so th- these are the reasons we talked about today. You, you, we forget, we step into the wrong thing. We overcommit and get busy. We have unrealistic expectations. We think maybe there's a magic wand somewhere. We give up when something gets boring or difficult. Or we have accumulated negative emotion and failure. Yeah. So knowing the reasons gives us the, it kind of empowers us then to evaluate a given situation and look at it and make a decision and be intentional. Yep. Yep. Am I in? Is this right? What do I need to do? How do I get out of it? Getting out of things is hard. It's hard to do doing it honorably right rather than just fading or ghosting or you know right right so funny story friend of mine a few weeks ago for some reason the podcast came up in a conversation this is a friend of mine who owns a business and and is is someone with an adhd diagnosis and he's like oh you're still doing that and i'm like yeah (laughs) and he's like oh i i he hadn't opened his podcast app in a while he assumed because the two hosts had ADHD that we had just stopped doing it because pod fade is a real phenomenon. Oh gosh, yes it is. <laughs> and I was like, no, we just published episode number 50 something, whatever it was at the time. And he's like, oh my gosh, I got to catch up, you know? So I found that kind of amusing that there was an assumption that we had, and I don't know why it just well, hadn't yeah. come up in conversation in a while. So he just thought it wasn't happening. <laughs> well, and David, if either of us had done it on our own, that probably would have happened. It's so true. It's I would not have embarked on this journey without you, without a co-host. Well, we we might yeah. have embarked because I have a lot of oh, I'm gonna I need to do a podcast. Okay, how are you gonna stay in? Because it's not always easy. Nope, nope. But you know, the, you the, you've, you got the technical end, and our division of labor is great. You've got the technical end. I've got the content end. Um, and then we also hold each other. I mean, stuff has happened in both of our lives throughout this past, what, year and a half. Yeah. And when on my own, I would have just said, oh man, I can't do that today. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. But knowing that you're there and you knowing that I'm here expecting it and we work through any problems together, you know, that teamwork thing for ADHD is huge. It makes such a difference. It really, really does. And it's super helpful that the person I'm collaborating with, you, have ADHD yourself and understand like, let's set aside the fact that you're actually an ADHD coach <laughs> and this yeah. this whole exercise is really helpful for me but it's also it's also just so great to know that you get it and that you know hey I need a little help right now because you know things and stuff things and stuff <laughs> yeah and, things and stuff and stuff and things yep so cool. So intentionality and awareness. That's going to be my takeaway for today, I think. Okay. I'm going to exercise my decision-making capabilities and 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 use my intentionality more effectively. Excellent. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So Dana, I, we're kind of out of time. We are. But we've mentioned the ADHD Success Club a few times. And I I just want to mention to our listeners, if you have ever thought that you might want to work with a coach, if you've ever thought that you need a community that you can work with 
that will support you and hold you accountable and also be on the journey with you than the kick some ADHD. I'm sorry. It's not the kick some ADHD success club. I've just rebranded it for you, Dana, because <laughs> you just that's rebranded. What it, Thanks yeah. David. It's the ADHD success, success club. You can find it at Dana Rayburn.com. D A N A R A Y B U R N.com. Look for the success club there. And Dana has graciously agreed to make a special offer, even though this thing is filling up quickly. Um, it is. We're almost half full, and we haven't even started the marketing yet. I'm, well, by maybe by the time this podcast drops, we will have. Yeah, and but even then, like you know, so so listen. If you are thinking about it, you can save yourself ten bucks a month if when you sign up for the Success Club, you use this promo code. Ready? This is only for Kick Some ADHD listeners. So don't tell anybody else. Yeah, don't send anybody this podcast episode or anything. Um, it's. The- the promo code. Oh, go ahead if you want to. It's a big tent. <laughs> Kick some ADHD is all one word, all caps. So just spell those words and letters out. Kick some ADHD, all one word, all caps. That will save you 10 bucks a month. And I will say that this thing is absolutely worth it. You are going to thank me for encouraging you, nudging you, in fact, to go to DanaRayburn.com today and get signed up. Just do it. Just do it. It's um, it's an investment of money. It's an investment of time. But what you will get back out of it will be so worth it that you are going to thank me. Yep. We're starting our sixth year and there are a few people that will have been in every single year. Yeah. Now think about that. It's one thing to go through it once, but to go through what is essentially more or less. I mean, I know you make improvements every year, Dana, but it's, yeah, it's but largely it's, it's, the same body of material, right? right why yeah. would you do that again? Because you're still getting value out of it. That's why yep. it's yep. useful. It's helpful. So yep. the, I say you'll thank me, but the one you'll really thank is Dana. Oh, Dana. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So we want to hear from you. This is episode 63. In what ways are you going to fire up your follow through after today? What did you hear? Are there other reasons why people with ADHD don't follow through? Things you want to add, comments, please go to today's episode on the website, kicksomeadhd.com slash 063. You can leave comments there. You can also find us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search for ADHD. You'll find us there. We want to hear from you. We enjoy interacting. And we also are looking forward to having you back next week for another exciting episode. A to be determined exciting episode. I have some ideas. I made some notes, Dana. We'll have to talk oh, offline. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, okay. All right, everybody. Why aren't you following through? What do you need to do to have the correct follow through F? Yes. Fire it up. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Have great, great weeks and we'll see you next time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com. 